0: From the heart of Dubai, this is Sports Unhinged with Mohammed Hamiz. And we are on. Hello and welcome to Sports Unhinged. My name is Mohammed Khamis. And whether you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app or if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, we're glad that you can join us. A review of the biggest fight in MMA history, Conor McGregor versus Habib Nurmagomedov Fahad welcome
1: back on the show hey man it feels like it was yesterday <laughs>
0: it was uh, very close to yesterday last week we yeah. did a preview of the show mm-hmm. and the way that i want to go about it right now we've got a lot to unpack i mean the events of this event have been uh, quite uh, interesting quite intense and um, there is a lot to unpack so much so let, let's let's just go back and pick up from where we left off in the last uh, in the last episode which was the Second press conference
1: mm-hmm.
0: where Khabib turned up on time, Dana turned up on time, everybody else turned up on time, but Connor. I don't know if it was really traffic or if it was a tactical kind of move to mess with Khabib's head. 100%. He came
1: quite late and, uh, again, did what, what he always did. Carnage ensued. <laughs> Dude, like, I think coming back to what you were saying, I think it was, uh, for me, it was the beginning of the end for Conor McGregor, that press conference. Um, I think Khabib played it and, and, and Conor uh, Dana himself said it was the yeah. perfect counterpunch, Right. I think that was brilliantly done by it, by Khabib. I don't know if it was, if it was intentional by him, right. But it was, it was so well done with so much passion and conviction. You the, mean the leaving early or yes, yeah. the whole thing that Conor was, he didn't know what to do with himself. He didn't right. know what to do. He didn't expect it. Um, I think it was, it was brilliant. I think it was brilliant. What were your thoughts? And people really had a go at me
0: for this and for saying that in the last episode. You won't believe the number of people that sent me messages or, or, or called me up that said, how could you say that Connor is scared? You know, this yeah. is like blasphemous. And you said last week, you know, this is a guy with supreme confidence. And
1: I still, I, still, I still wouldn't say that it was fear. I don't think it was fear. It was, it was concern.
0: It was, you know, I mean, on the spectrum of concern to, to scared for your life. I yeah. mean, it was bordering on, on, on fear, I feel. He I mean, was,
1: yeah, he was, like, alarm bells were ringing. Let's put yeah. it that way for Conor McGregor. He was like, well, wow, um, all right, I'm not sure what to do here. And, like, the reason I say it was the beginning of the end for Conor McGregor is just because his antics from there on out, and I know we're going to cover that now in yeah. sequence from there to the official weigh-ins, to the ceremonial weigh-ins, to the fight, to what happened after. Right. It was just a downward spiral, and it was, it ended in, 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 in uh, it was, it was, it was a fitting end to such an episode, I feel, not whether that's a positive thing or a negative thing. I know it was, honestly, it was a negative thing. It should never yeah. have ended that way, but the build-up to where that went, it ended the way that i feel this debacle was right. destined to end if that makes any sense
0: absolutely and you know the way and that kind of reinforced what i said last time during that press conference he was calm khabib was calm and we saw that as a pattern throughout and mm. we'll talk about what happened at the end but it also showed how much self restraint that khabib had in the build up uh, because the events at the end showed that it he it wasn't just him taking the trash talk and being Cobb about it. It was really personal. Pent up. It was pent up, anger, frustration. 100% man. Um, And then we, the next day, obviously there was the official weigh-ins. Yeah. And the clock started and Khabib was one of the first
1: people there. First one there. That was just a statement and a half. And that was, that was like, that was the next trigger in Connor's mind to think, oh my God, like this is, this is, this is not how I expected this to go. And, and like, man, that, that was when he, when he showed up first, I was, I was sort of in and out watching it live, whatever. He showed up, the distinction, the conviction that he had rocking up to that stage, came in at 155 championship weight. He means business. Rocked straight out. Yeah. End of story. Right. And Khabib has been like, we know he's had issues with, issues with his weight, you know, tiramisu, you know, like this was was the thing that I was
0: scared of the most. And I
1: said that you said that I was more
0: scared of Khabib not making the fight and then having to have. Tony Ferguson on, or Anthony Pettis step up. That, so when I saw that he weighed in first, went out, like you said, what a statement. Yeah. He showed that he was professional, he's turning up for war. Uh, Connor obviously turned up eventually as well. But one thing I noticed when Connor was at the weigh ins, he looked depleted. He reminded me of the time that he weighed in for 145. Um, where he looked completely like... A like skeleton. Yeah, he looked like a skeleton. Yeah, There was an element of that. Yeah. Um. And again, there was that look of concern. There was mm-hmm. that look of... Uh, a little bit... I have to say, it was you a little bit of fear? fear. It was a little bit of fear because you watch the highlight reel of Khabib. It's nothing it's but him <laughs> sitting on top of people and it the is. ground and pound, I feel, is probably the thing that scares MMA fighters the most. It's fear-inducing, yeah. If you get punched standing up if you get a flash knockout if you get any of i mean yeah it happens you get caught you're done but when somebody's sitting on top of you the referee's not going to stop that until you're you stop defending or you're completely knocked out yeah and it's it's not just you know the fist hitting your head it's the fist hitting your head hitting the ground you know like it's it's
1: khabib (laughs) khabib knows how to do enough just so that the ref doesn't doesn't step in and stop it um, I was so happy that Herb Dean didn't stop anything because he was always active. Connor was defending, yeah. um, but but yeah, hundred percent. I think Khabib's mastered that art of like just being active just enough to to put a beating on an opponent. I think just coming back to what you were saying in regards to like the the fear that you feel Connor had. I think it was it was, and when I say that it was it was um, the beginning of the end for, for for Connor again was just, and you touched on this before in the last episode as well was just about Khabib's demeanor. Yeah. Now. Just as a general statement, and as we said, there's a lot to unpack here, but as a general statement, I feel what he showed, what Khabib showed, and I also doubted. But then after this whole thing that has happened mm-hmm. since we last spoke, yeah, yeah. was unwavering, un, unshakable calmness. And that comes from me, like just through a slightly more deeper analysis from just faith. Yeah. Now. I don't want to go into a sermon here. I don't want to go too religious, but this is a massive we element kind that of we have can't to. ignore. It. We can't ignore it. We have but, to. But like what I mean is, is this man has devoted himself to God. And we see a lot of fighters, especially from, the Brazilian, uh, from Brazilian backgrounds. They're very Christian. They're very sort of religious. Everything is, is down to God. Max Holloway, blessed. You yeah, know, from like, Hawaii, you know him. You've got um, even Edson Barboza. You've got uh, Rory McDonald. They're all very devout. But, well, devout is a word I want to use for Khabib. He has submit himself to his religion, to his faith, yeah. to his God. He literally, when when I when I look at when I look at somebody who's who's pure, when I look at somebody who who considers themselves a vessel of a higher power, yeah. I see Khabib yeah. down to the point what we spoke about at weigh-ins, where he's depleted, has zero but water in his body, not zero, but you know what yeah, I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. He still takes his water. He sits down. He sits down and be- with, with his right hand, and he takes a sip of water. Yeah. When you're in your toughest moments, he rem- a man like that cannot, cannot be beaten. Why? Yeah. Because he fears no one but God. And I don't want this to turn into, into a no, sermon. No, but that is
0: a very important point because a lot
1: of people didn't pick up on that. A lot of people even asked me, like, faith <laughs> is a huge factor of this win for Habib and his success as 26-0. and 0. Absolutely. 27-0.
0: 27-0. Um, I actually had somebody ask me that, like, one sign that Habib is completely depleted and he's going to lose, he couldn't even drink while standing up. He had to sit down. I told him, no. This is different. This is this, this is, is this, this is something is related faith. to his faith. So it was a man, <laughs> a
1: man, a man that 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 does everything exists for a higher power. Yeah. Exists for somebody that something that he feels is 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 his is his, is his like his purpose. Yeah. No man, no Conor McGregor, no amount of talk can waver his his faith and yeah. and, and rock him. And that that was that was why I say the beginning of the end because he left the press conference the way in he was first. And he just and, and Connor progressively just just saw that hey yeah. I am not in this man's head and I am in deep trouble and 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 this is the first time I mean we
0: were we were saying that you know Habib is, is is a brand new experience for him being up against somebody like Connor with the yeah. crowd with the support with the trash talk with how he gets into your head we we kind of didn't look at it on the other side Connor has never been up against anyone where he didn't at least inflict some kind of mental damage before the fight. Significantly, to the point where it would carry over to the fight and make it yeah. easier for him. Yeah, Conor fights maybe ten or fifteen or twenty percent of his fight outside the the octagon. Hundred percent, I'd say, more. and then gets in, or I'd even more. more sometimes. I mean, with Jose Aldo, it was seventy five percent.
1: Yeah, uh, you and know. With, with Nate Diaz, like it was, it was, it was. He couldn't like he couldn't really get into Nate's head either, and he lost the first fight. He had to go back, figure out an actual game plan yeah. to fight him. He couldn't do it. like guys that he can't get into the head of. He faces trouble, and I think I think like the biggest sign where he was broken was in. It was after the second round where he got dropped. Yeah. In the third round, he came out, and I don't know if you saw, he He, put his hand out to try and to try and get like some form of you know yeah like respect. And then we moved
0: on to the ceremonial weigh-ins. Yeah. And in the ceremonial weigh-ins, that's where again things got really interesting, and we saw some kind of desperation from Conor McGregor to get some kind of reaction from from Khabib because again they were squaring off Conor tried to get close to him pushed his hand down tried to kick him and Khabib is just standing there immediately you know just stone it to himself it's not about me it's about god you know unbelievable and, and i think that that was the moment when Conor knew you're not getting to this guy. You're, you're going to have to do it all in the, in the fight.
1: Have you ever seen Conor McGregor at a ceremonial weigh-in or a fight where he hasn't puffed his chest out? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen him not do that. This fight, he looked, he looked emotionally drained after going back. And I have to admit, I was very wrong in the last podcast yeah. in my analysis of what I thought this fight was going to be. Don't get me wrong. I still think Conor McGregor is an elite fight and elite of striker, course. a brilliant fighter, but lost this fight on various different levels. Um, he was, he was a sh- like a shell. I mean, Khabib was towering over a guy that has a has a larger reach than him. Yeah, Conor's a bigger guy than Khabib when he it comes is. to height and range. Khabib was 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 so strong in his appearance in his in his in his like uh, the way that he was presenting himself, and Khabib just looked visibly, yeah, depleted, small, fragile, almost. And and he proved to be fragile mentally and physically. And he came out in the interview with Joe Rogan, you know. Again, Connor went
0: racist. Very. Connor went. If you look at the build-up to this, what Connor has done, I mean, he has gone after religion. He's gone after, and I've and I've gone back and I watched the press conferences, and there were parts that I even missed in the press conference, uh, the first one where Connor was talking about Habib's dad, and he's like, you know, you lick, you know what, in a mosque, and like he. He said some really really nasty okay. things there. It was it was a bit too much. A bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was and you know At the on, time sorry. it was a bit too much because Khabib didn't understand it. Yeah. I didn't even pick up on it and I I think I can understand the Irish 100%. accent very well, but you you realize building up all leading
1: to the end of that fight and what happened this was some serious stuff, hundred percent. And Khabib went like he's. It's not like he didn't watch these things. Yeah, he might have not understood it at the point. Someone would have has, explained. He it. He has his management team, his friends, Daniel Cormier, Luke Rockhold, probably telling him, "Hey, this is what happened. This is what he said." So he finds out. So all of this is being pent up. All of this is being pent up, and and you know Conor McGregor is is is. He's a very his highs are extremely high, but his yeah. lows are very low. Yeah, and I think that's only because he because he do, he piles on pressure on himself, right? right? All of these antics, all of these different like ridiculous things that he says, these inflammatory statements, this 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 persona that he's created is is a hype machine for himself. So he piles his pressure up so high, yeah. And usually he performs, but when he doesn't perform, he he not only has he not only does he look terrible in regards to getting. Smashed by yeah, Khabib, yeah. but also because of the stuff that he says, so his stock is at an all-time low. Now, I don't know what your thoughts are on whether his stock is at an all-time low, but I yeah. feel like isn't they, they've never been lower, let's put it that way.
0: I agree, I agree, because let's, let, let's face it, when he lost to Nate Diaz, that fight was taken on very short notice. He was supposed to fight Rafael Dos Anjos at 155. Diaz said he'll only be available at 165. 100%. Connor got very cocky and he said, ah, let's do it at 170. It was short notice. It wasn't a full camp, and he lost. And but then he had he, he had some scapegoat, right? Sca- there was an excuse, yeah. you know. Like yeah. he was at least he was brave enough to take this fight, and you know. And then what he did yeah. is he built it up again, put all that pressure on himself, and said, "I don't want the rematch at one fifty five. I don't want it at one sixty five. Exact same way. One seventy. Same one seventy. Let's do it." Yeah. And when I saw that, I'm like, "I have to go to Vegas to watch this." Hundred percent, and you did, <laughs> and I did, and
1: it was amazing. It was yeah. in- incredible a and great. Athletic feat of of strategy and skill, yeah. You know, um, and 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 I think I think he didn't like Nate and Khabib. Uh, sorry, Nate and Connor never hated each other. Yeah, it's all a show, and they still don't hate each other. This was real. This was real. And that's where that's yeah. where Connor, Like, I feel that's where he 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 fell short because he didn't realize that you're dealing with a man who's a different beast. It's a different culture. It's a different culture. It's a different background.
0: You know, because you know, again, in in. In MMA, it's very rare that you get undefeated fighters, and it's okay. Mm. It's not like boxing where you have to, you know, keep padding your 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 stats and all yeah, of that record, kind of yeah. stuff. So or pad your record. So he, when he came back and beat Nate Diaz the second time, it was great. Then he went to the Floyd Mayweather thing, and with Floyd, he w- he went to the race thing, quite a bit in the promotion. Mm. But Floyd is the kind that he. Floyd made the blueprint for this. He 100%. is the creator of this kind of trash talk to that level. Yeah. Even if we go back yeah. to Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali was cute with his, uh, with, his, with his trash talk. It had a bit of rhyming to it. Floyd is the first person that came up with like, let me really, really get under my opponent's skin by getting a bit personal. Yeah. And, but the thing is, when you do that, yeah. you better back it up every time. The, the only reason Floyd is a multi-billionaire is because people tuned in every time to see him lose. Yes, he had a lot of fans that Truth. wanted to see him win. So Connor was following that. Now, when we come to Khabib, it's a completely different culture. You can't make fun of his race. You
1: can't make fun of his, his dad who couldn't get a visa to go to the US. Do you think he thinks that's funny? Do you think Connor, like Khabib, is, Khabib is, is, is genuinely hurt and distraught by that? And 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 you can't make fun of that. And Connor doesn't realize the culture. And it comes back, like you said, a very important point: culture and the fact that in in his in his like it's it's collectivism and individualism. Yeah, the Western societies are very individualistic. They don't really understand this notion. And when when it came out in the fact that you know, Khabib lives with his 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 parents still. He lives with his wife and his kids in his parents' house. Yeah, that to people is like uh, 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 like you know, an alien Uh, concept. You leave when you're 18, right? Connor was making fun of that fact. People were making fun of it. People were shocked. You talk about, you you see all of the different radio shows, et cetera, et cetera. They they just don't understand it. But this, this, this collectivist society in which uh, Khabib lives in, and a lot of these societies live in, this stuff is not a joke. You don't make fun of religion, politics, family. Like, mm. this is, this is, this is the, the core of his existence. And um, Conor just didn't get that. He's benchmarking Khabib to all of his other fighters. This man is a different beast and he's right. shown that. That's why he's undefeated.
0: Now, we then got to the, to the main fight. Yeah. And mm. during the walk-ins, I kept, I went back and I said it again. We watched the fight together. And I said it again, you know, Conor looks a bit off. Mm you felt that he was probably conserving energy because he burns a lot of, you know,
1: the adrenaline. I still think that's true. Because by that time, by the weigh-ins, oh no, by the walkout, he knew that, hey, you know what, this is real. I'm not in this man's head. I cannot burn my adrenaline, my energy... With my, with my crazy ring walk, with my, with my ridiculous like puffing out of my chest, even his billy strut was, yeah. was somewhat subdued. His body was doing it, but his face, you couldn't hide or yes. like, you could see
0: it on his face. I remember yeah. what I
1: said to you. I said, look, you're, you're mistaking that, that look of fear with, 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 uh, with, uh, with savagery. I said yeah. that what you're seeing is not fear. What you're seeing is savagery. I was wrong. You were right. And it, I think you're also right with your prediction of the fight as well. But we'll get yeah, to yeah, we'll shortly. get to that. <laughs> I don't want to gloat too much here. You know, we yeah. want to have you back again. You know, <laughs> um, no, so but that's but that's, that's the beautiful thing about yeah. MMA, though, right? Like, right. And and I said it in my last in the last one as well. Is that I could be gro- grossly wrong, and and you could also be incredibly wrong. Yeah. You just never know with these types of things until they played out. Hey, this thing was a coin flip. Um,
0: anybody that. Says they knew what was going to happen, no. doesn't know what they're talking I think the about. Were,
1: the camps were 50 50. I know, I think everyone I spoke to was 50 50, 50 with Connor, 50 with Khabib. Yeah. Uh, it, it was just impossible to, to, to figure out. And that's what made this fight
0: so amazing, you know? Beautiful. So, yeah, back to the, back to the walkouts. The walkouts. And then Khabib came in, and that same calmness was there. Mm. The way he took off, like, I mean, maybe we're overanalyzing here, but the way he took off his, his, his hat, the way he took off, his, the way he turned around and just you know hugged his his corner the way he walked in, he wouldn't really look at Connor when Connor was doing you know and during the announcement and Connor does his you know famous you know puffing of the chest or whatever you yeah. want to call it yeah. Khabib was stretching warming up he didn't care Not He'd, phased he didn't fall for any of it. These yeah. are the things you know under the lights, and we talked about that last time. Habib has never been in this kind of situations. yeah. Uh, under the lights with the Irish fans, everybody me, man, booing I, you're him.
1: You're giving me chills, Mohammed.
0: I just watched the fight <laughs> for the third time right before we came here to record. Yeah, and I got the chills, like
1: adrenaline, man. It just adrenaline. It's, it it's unbelievable. It was, it was, it was like the way that Khabib handled this was was like a champion. And I think it, it, again, I don't want to sort of keep harping on on this, but it was you could really, and this is where this analysis came from when I went back to watch it. Every movement he made it was almost as though he was a vessel for something else. Yeah. It wasn't like, it was, it was almost like, you know, it was so spiritual in the way that he was, he was conducting himself, yeah. you know? And it was like, you know what? Like none of this means anything. You it know, It wasn't what?
0: a UFC fight. It wasn't the crowd. It wasn't it was the belt. Nothing. It I'm wasn't here, the
1: championship. I'm here and, 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 and I'm here because of, because of God yeah. and, and that faith, whether you're religious or not, like that faith is something that, if you have faith in any, anything, if you do something selflessly for another being, person, yeah. you, you can achieve things that are beyond measure, you know, yeah. whether you're, whether you're religious or whether it's, it's with family, whether it's with, with friends or your, your loved ones, like when you do think selflessly for another person and you, and you, and you put that energy into that, I think, I think things go, things go, things go in a really interesting way. And for him, he's harnessed this so well. Couldn't agree more. Then
0: the fight started mm-hmm. and If we thought the surprises or the shocks were were over, we were in for a treat. So the first round was quite interesting because Conor came out, tried to start finding his range. But But defended well. Defended well. Didn't get the chance because in round one, Khabib got that lock Lock. or like that takedown very quickly. Very quickly. And typical fighters, you typically need to get at least a leg to take somebody down. With Khabib, he grabbed his ankle yeah. and wouldn't let go. And it just, it takes me back to that video of him as a nine-year-old wrestling with a bear yeah. because you could see a lot of parallels between what was going on in that fight. And this guy has been doing it for a
1: long time. And, and it, people before him, his previous generations were doing it. Like it's, it's this skill level is, is nothing, nothing. You can you can you can prepare for, and I think yeah. that also came to light. No Dylan Danis, no jiu-jitsu guys, yeah. no wrestlers can can emulate Khabib, no Magomedov. I don't know anyone who can, and that's why he's such a difficult puzzle. I don't that 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 sort of that technique of just 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 grinding things out and being a chain wrestler with it. Like, yeah. it's like, all right, you've defended one. All right, here's another one. Yeah. Like, you defended it again. Yeah. Cool, Let, let's go. Cute. Let's go again. <laughs> you know, one round, two rounds, yeah. three rounds, four rounds. He'll do it for five straight rounds. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. No one can emulate that. And that's why, like, I don't see anyone who can challenge him. I don't, I don't. know. I told you, I, th- I said to you that I feel Kevin Lee can. I still think that he has a good chance. Um, but, but this know. is, this is the, this is the reincarnation of, George St. Pierre, man, like in, it's crazy. I mean it, even though he's still active fighter, George St. Pierre is not really he is, Right, of, right. But, <laughs> but like it's it's almost the like old, the old GSP, right? Yeah, like this this invincible guy that can take people down at will, absolutely no problems, vicious ground and pound and, and, and just, just swagger doing it. And you know like you never feel as though, you know, there's any doubt in the outcome. Um, I did with, 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 with Connor, I thought there would be a doubt in this outcome, yeah. but boy was I wrong. Yeah, and it, one of the most significant parts is
0: because he got that takedown quite early in round one. Let's, let's not forget, Conor has never had a finish in the UFC um, after round two. Yeah, yeah. It's always been after round two. And his energy is always on getting that early knockout. Khabib took him down, put a lot of weight on him. It happened to be right next to the proper 12 logo. <laughs> and that didn't look good for Conor. Yeah. And that grounded pound, although there wasn't a lot of connecting with Connor's face in that round one, but it it took a lot of air out of Connor's, you know, it's like cumulative. Yeah. And and, and and it builds up. Yeah. And that was one of the key th- questions that everybody was asked. Like one of the prop bets is whether they were gonna touch hand, gloves or not before the beginning of the fight. No chance. No chance. The other one, the one that was no that was a hundred percent certain, you know, what the answer for that was the one that nobody could answer is whether the takedown where the Khabib can close the distance and get the takedown. And he was coming in from the middle of the octagon. He was jumping halfway across. Shooting from... Shooting from far away just to, to, to grab the ankle. Round two is where I think we had one of the most surprising, shocking moments
1: in <laughs> MMA remember, history. You remember my reaction to that, man.
0: And I turned around and looked at you when Khabib <laughs> connected with the overhand right and dropped Conor McGregor. And I can tell... People watching, I have never seen <laughs> the look of genuine shock on anyone before. I turned around and this guy had his hands over his head, his mouth dropped all the way to the ground. Couldn't believe true story. True story. <laughs> couldn't believe that Khabib was now beating Connor at his own game, standing up. Yeah. Where did that come from?
1: That came from <laughs> that came from Connor being out of his depth. He was lost. He he felt this 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 intense power in 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 round one, which he thought he'd prepared for extremely well by bringing in yeah. guys that he thought were adequate enough. Um, I'm I'm not a fan of Dylan Dennis, and I, no I, I think is. that's clear. Um, he really cannot like he's not a tenth of what the what the what the khabib sort of pressure is. So I think kind of felt that pressure in round one. Um, he got taken down. Uh, very easily and i think i think in round 2 he was so focused on that takedown so fo- focused on that ta- takedown that he didn't he didn't expect it obviously he like he was looking it, yeah. down the whole time and he just got clocked but i think i think and this comes back to Khabib's striking yeah um, Khabib's striking is is it's a bit is, wild is adequate yeah so it's good enough to supplement his wrestling yeah now now is he gonna ever be a boxing world champion? Absolutely not absolutely not. But he's figured out how to balance his 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 wrestling skills with a decent level of, of striking so that he can he can confuse somebody, throw different things at yeah. them so that they can confuse, confuse and then and then obviously ultimately shooting for that takedown. But it begs a question if this guy spent any time with a Jason Perillo right. or a or a Freddie Roach, what, 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 <laughs> what, what, what kind, kind of, of animal things, yeah, do we know have? what I mean? <laughs> like it's insane. But but yeah, no, that just came, I feel that just came from Conor just being completely overwhelmed by the pressure that Khabib brought. Um, again, that that look in Khabib's eye. Let's not forget the psychological elements in this as well. Yeah. Like Conor's looking over at a guy that is just not stopping. Like he's it's just staring him dead in the care. eye. It's scary. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then and then obviously Conor just focusing on the takedown too much and getting 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 knocked down by Khabib Nurmagomedov. I couldn't believe and it. And after that. The ground
0: and pound that happened in round two, that's where I feel the most damage actually took place because there was a point in time where Habib was just smashing down on yep. Connor. He was talking to him the whole time. Let's talk now. He was hitting him. And the only time Khabib would stop punching is when he got tired because he was connecting with most of these, most of these shots. Yeah, big shots. And round two was like a big statement. I think that was the round where Connor felt, all right, I'm out of my depths here. Yeah. And we saw in round three, he came out, he tried to touch gloves. Khabib. Khabib was not responding.
1: No way. But
0: you made an interesting point during that. And that is something that
1: Khabib tends to do quite a bit when yeah. his corner gives him I know instructions. What you're gonna say. Go ahead. Um, yeah, I, th- I think what you're going to say is essentially he he kind of, he forgets about his corner's advice sometimes and he he acts on on what's happening in the fight too much. So he got some success with his striking in round two. Um, he dropped Conor McGregor, um, a flash knockdown. Um, and then he got confidence and thought he could strike with Conor McGregor. Which is a big
0: trap to fall into. Big huh? trap, yeah. big
1: mistake. Because no matter what we say about Conor McGregor now and, and what he's going through psychologically and everything that's happened, he is still one of the the best or probably the best striker in, in the UFC at this present stage. Right, Striking with him as Conor McGregor. Khanemabreeb uh, <laughs> uh Khabib Magomedov yeah. um, is is a big mistake yeah. especially with the adequate stri- adequate striking compared to the elite striking if that had gone on a little bit longer yeah. and connor was releasing some of those left hands but hey he missed by a f- by a hairline but a couple of a couple of these lefts actually connected with habib and he also ate true. them like it was tiramisu tuesday you know so also <laughs> true but but yeah no and, and i was screaming at the screen screen at that time when i was like you know what this guy needs to shoot for that takedown yeah. again because yeah. it needs to be more of the same you can't stand with with connor mcgregor at all and that's
0: what we said about aka fighters uh, especially when they're the grapplers and they're fighting the stand-up. We mentioned that last time. And what I said is as long as they stick to their game plan, they usually have a positive result against, you know, stand-up fighters. So round three ended and then we came to obviously round four, which had all the action. Who did you score round three for? So round three was interesting. Initially, I think because I was so pro-Khabib, when I watched it the first time, I was like, no, Khabib has never lost a round. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's Khabib's round. It was close. But what I realized, there wasn't really takedowns no. in that. A Conor shot right back up. Yeah. Uh, it was a lot of the clinch against the cage. Khabib took control of it. But if we look at the striking, Conor was landing some shots. Yeah. He found his range. He did. And it would have been dangerous if Khabib continued with the same kind of strategy going to, to round four. I think it would have, it would have
1: ended in Khabib getting, getting knocked least, don't yeah. knock down. Um, I do I do agree. I think uh, round three was his first round loss in yeah. the UFC. I think that was Conor McGregor's round. Um, and But it, it led to nothing ultimately because Conor didn't yeah. take any confidence from that. I think right. it was, he just realized that, you know what, I'm out of my depth. Um, yes, I've won this round, but I just need to get back to my corner, listen to my coaches, uh, my cornermen, see what happens. But yeah. round four is more of the same for Conor uh, for for Khabib. Now, before we talk about round four and bring it
0: home, there's one thing I want to touch on as well. Conor was breaking a lot of rules in there and Herb Dean oh did not gosh, pick them yeah. up so we had the hooking of the gloves to prevent Khabib from completing yep. his takedowns that was in rounds 1 and 2 and Khabib was yelling
1: and he and he was he was telling Herb Dean he was like hey, Herb look Dean you know, this is this is not right there was an illegal knee that was the worst one for me that was that was the worst one for me i, I that was that there was, was uh, that was a short shot signs for desperation of desperation.
0: 1 point deduction immediately. I mean that's that's a no brainer. I mean it's 100%. A, it's a, that Con- was Connor is a veteran in the in MMA. He should not be making that mistake. But these like
1: were it. veteran moves. Yeah. Like yeah. holding the gloves that's yeah. a veteran move. He knows what he's doing. Hooking the hooking the cage with his toes. Yeah. Veteran move. He knows yeah. what he's doing. But that knee was below like, you know, below the belt. Um it was it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't called for. It's 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 Clear foul, but yeah. hey, it's part. of the, mean, It's part of it's, the game. It sometimes. is, but at the same time, it showed just pure desperation and 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 just a lack of complete sort of confidence, which yeah. is something that we've never associated with Conor McGregor. That's why this is such a crazy fight. Round four, obviously, Khabib got the the takedown very quickly.
0: He completely kind of dominated Conor on the ground again. Yeah, and then. Connor, in his desperation, there was a, a couple of explosive moves that I feel Connor spent a lot of energy trying to to, to get through to get Habib off him, and they didn't work. He ended up giving up his back once yeah. Habib got that hook in. I thought it was uh, more of a kind of um, a choke. It turned out to be a neck, neck crank. Too. So it was over the chin. It was over the chin, yeah. And had Connor not tapped
1: out, it would have broken his jaw. I feel because Habib was cranking that thing. It quite, was it was brutal, but but you know Connor's not he's he's tapped before yeah. um and this was like it, what 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 just God, man i don't know it's just it, what gets me is 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 how Khabib kind of just knew yeah. like he he predicted this he's like oh, well, i'll i'll tap you again yeah. you've tapped four times before i'll make you tap again and and part of me feels like he deliberately did a did neck it, crank did it as it app- as opposed to a choke so so kind of could tap cuz you can't like i mean if if someone cranks your neck yeah you're not gonna you're not gonna like fall asleep you're not gonna get right. put to sleep but you're yeah. just gonna get a really bad jaw a really bad sort of neck pain yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Have you have to tap eventually tap yeah but a choke he could have just gone out and, and yeah. gone to sleep so he wouldn't have got that satisfaction but part of me thinks that that was intentional but at the same time like i feel like at the end of round three connor was done his yeah. demeanor in his corner he wasn't listening to to kavanagh or owen roddy he wasn't listening yeah. to any of those guys it was, it was weird. It was weird to see Conor in that position. And once McGregor tapped out, Herb Dean had to pretty
0: much pry him off because, you know, if you see the disconnect, it was a bit kind of sudden. Yeah. So Herb Dean pried him off and that's the moment when we all realized that Khabib was a little bit disappointed that he finished the fight that early because it's another round missed where he can smash this guy's face. <laughs> and the frustration spilled over to... What ended up to be kind of, it kind of ruined the night yeah. uh, a little yeah, bit. Habib straight away went to Connor's corner, especially Dylan, um, and, and he just jumped over the fence and, and, and that whole brawl started. Now, one thing that I want to say about that is I felt that the UFC commentary, whether you're looking at Fox, whether you're looking at the pay per view, Joe Rogan, um, it was v- quite unfair. Um, because people attacked Khabib right away for what he had done, and I'm not defending what he did. You know, Connor kind of called... Uh, the way that I would split the blame... Actually, how would you split the blame over,
1: over this before, before I, I, I give my opinion? Look, I to me, I feel there was nothing I wanted to see more after that performance than to see Khabib get his moment with with having dana white strap the belt around him yeah have his moment with joe rogan with the hat his yeah. papacha on joe rogan's head <laughs> put that in conor mcgregor's face because at the weigh-ins he said you know don't let that smelly yeah so and so put that on your head yeah i thought that was i thought that was the most disgusting comment yeah absolutely out of the entire episode
0: it brought the racism home you know yeah. like, i really <laughs> i
1: really like i cringed at that i was like this is this is completely completely wrong um I wanted that. And then he's got the microphone. Yeah. Now he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. But you know, Muhammad, we're dealing with, we're dealing with cage fighters. Now we're not dealing with philosophers or intellects. And I'm mm. not saying they're not intelligent. They are intelligent, but they're instinctually programmed to fight. Yes. That's what they are. There's a small percentage of fighters, which are more cerebral in the way that they handle their, their demeanor off, you know, off, off the, off the Oct- outside yeah. of the yeah. octagon. Yeah. 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 But you'd be hard-pressed to find a fighter that isn't instinctually... His first instinct is to fight or to throw hands. Now, someone as pious and pure as Khabib is a human being at the end yeah. of the day. Now, once his, once his mission was complete, he smashed the guy, <laughs> he, 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 he got his belt, he won the fight. Now, human Khabib comes back into play. Now he's in, in his own head. Now all of those things are coming back. Yeah, What he did was not correct. And what he must understand is that as as a foreign person, he will be held to a different standard. Um, that's just the truth of the matter, I believe. Um, and and he should have conducted himself better. And I think he knows that. Um, and 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 I can't I can't justify his actions. Yeah. I really wish he didn't do it, um, but but at the same time, I can understand. I can understand. And that's the
0: point. And the way that I'm distributing the blame here is 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 three-way. 33%, 33%, 33% because we can't exonerate Habib for doing what he did. He no. has he has to take some kind of responsibility for it. Now, Understood. I'm not going to lie. I mean deep down inside was I happy to see him just go out and just jump in Connor's corner like, you know, the the, yeah. the yes, I was, but for the love of the sport as well, it wasn't what we wanted to see. So yeah. I'll give 33% of the blame to Khabib. Yeah, I'm giving 33% of the blame, or 33.3, to Dana White. Because as the promoter of this organization, as the head of this organization, Dana White, and we've talked about the mistakes that he's been making in, in, in promoting fights and promoting fighters, not champions, etc., He, in this particular instance, allowed Conor McGregor to cross the line so many times. In fact, I feel that he was an enabler for Conor McGregor to keep going with the whiskey thing. They all knew Khabib was Muslim. They all knew that Khabib, you know, and it was during that whiskey incident where Conor was trying to shove it in Khabib's face and Khabib was telling him, I don't drink, told him, what kind of person doesn't drink you backwards, you know what? So that, that's where even the racism came. And, and, and Dana didn't do anything. In fact, he was smiling. He was laughing. He was encouraging that kind of behavior. So as an organizer, hmm. I feel, especially when you're dealing with fighters from different cultures, yes, you have freedom of speech and all of that kind of stuff, and it's the fight game and the trash talk. Yeah. But there needs to be some kind of policing. Um, policing. Yeah. You can't let the fighters police themselves. We see this in, 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 in basketball when a brawl breaks out. If anyone from the bench, as much as a foot, steps into the court, if you are not already on the court, that's an immediate heavy fine and a suspension. Yeah, uh, we see it in, uh, in 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 football because these things, you know, once once this happens, it could spread like like
1: wildfire. You know, 100%. look, I I agree with what you are saying. I I would. Firstly, I'd like to hear your other thirty three percent. It's Conor McGregor, it's Conor obviously. <laughs> so
0: I mean, it's, I mean, you yeah, say it, yeah, yeah, ha- we have to it say was, it. so. It you, was, yeah. So it's
1: Conor McGregor for for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I find it like I I don't know where I stand with Dana White. I feel I genuinely feel like he has the hardest job. I genuinely feel like he has he get he takes a lot of rap from a lot of different people, but I think that when he hangs his gloves up he'll be remembered as the greatest of promoter of all time across combat sports I, I believe that people will look back at him and say this man was a legend and he is a legend and i know it's, But and the reason i say he has the hardest job is because at the end of the day dana white is a businessman he's a, he's a owner he's part owner of the ufc right yeah. not anymore yeah. i don't think he sold his shares i think he might um, still have 7% or something like that i don't know i'm not sure yeah. but okay. he he's heavily invested obviously in the ufc Financially, I don't know, but emotionally, hundred percent. And he owns the company, well, he runs the company, so his decisions are business orientated. Now he needs to make money. He has new owners who have invested four point two billion dollars into the company. He has that 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 you know that that remit to make sure that the revenue is coming in. So right. he has to protect his golden boy, his assets, which is Conor McGregor. At the same time, like Conor comes with a certain baggage. level of <laughs> baggage, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. So what is he supposed to do now? I understand. Uh, what you're saying about there needs to be policing, but when you have that, it's easy easiest for him. His easiest move is to say, "Hey, these are fighters. This is a fight game. Yeah. This is the hurt business. Everyone's free to say what they want. I'm not going to police what Khabib says. I'm not going to police what Conor McGregor says. It's it might, you might call it the easy way out, but what is he to do in that situation?
0: He actually got that question in the post fight press conference. Yeah, he did, and, 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 and this, that was
1: his answer, right?
0: And and that was the reason, what part of the reason why I'm giving him part of the blame, the the, the way that he dismissed it yeah like it wasn't he had no responsibility whatsoever I, the problem that i have with dana white and this whole thing is the hip- hypocrisy in some of his actions yeah, yeah, yeah because we're talking about he hid behind the nevada state athletic commission throughout the whole press conference where was yeah. the nevada state athletic commission when connor filled up a private jet with 20 goons and
1: flew over Kind of got punished though. He got he had a court date. He like where was the UFC's discipline? Yeah. This was yeah. He committed where a I draw, crime. Where I draw the line is if they if they even think about suspending Conor. Khabib. Uh, uh, sorry, that will be for me. But the they're most holding ridiculous, his ridiculous. But that's the commission, right? Like I mean, I'm talking about the UFC. The commission has no say in in whether his belt gets stripped or whether he gets suspended. Um, I think suspension is on them, but whether his belt gets stripped, yeah, that would be crossing the line because. Because then, then, and and this is coming back to what Khabib said in his post-fight press conference, right? He was like, you know what? Everyone talks about what I did. You know, I I went into the crowd. I did this and I did that. Khabib uh, kind of smashed a bus window with a dolly, almost he blinded. Al- you know, he 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 emotionally um, uh, sort of injured many people inside that bus, and he caused absolute havoc in that scene. But also something interesting. What they were saying is that no one really. He lost a lot of like millions and millions of dollars in that as well. Obviously, yeah. he had his fines, he had his court dates, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Right, right. So he was he was sufficiently punished by the by the athletic Connor, Commission. That is, yeah. But there was no ramifications in the UFC for him. Yeah. Now, if Khabib gets any UFC related ramifications as a as a as a direct consequence of what he did no go absolutely yeah. like everyone has the right to be like this is this is wrong and i personally don't believe dana will do it you don't think so i don't think so if he does i'll lose a lot of faith in him yeah. but at the same time he needs to figure out he's in the dilemma where where does his golden boy go now yeah. you know like where does connor go from here i mean this what, is, what are your thoughts what do you think
0: before we move on to that i just want to say one more thing about sure. about there's one part that i think the part that ticked me up well two things that ticked me off the most the first one was the fact that the Nevada State Athletic Commission released Conor McGregor's check almost an yeah. hour, an hour and a half after the incident. Like, by, by the press conference, actually. Not even an hour. It was by the by the press conference it was released. Khabib's purse is still being held. Yep. And video came out afterwards that showed that Conor, Conor threw the first punch. He sucker punched one of Khabib's guys. I don't his know brother. It, it was his brother. And that's when things happened. So when... Dana in the press conference was talking about how Connor was generous enough not to press any charges and all Making that kind
1: of stuff. Making him like the victim. Like I the victim. I, I,
0: that, I couldn't stand that. This was it, like it, it infuriated me. It the second part that, that really got me really angry was the fact that Dana did not put the belt around Habib's waist in the octagon. Now, I understand the reasons that he gave. He felt that the crowd were going to throw things into the... They would have done that anyway. Yeah. Give the man... All right, no interview, no Joe Rogan, none of that, but give him his belt. Even if you don't even announce it, just give him... Let him walk out of there with his belt. That that was another thing. Yes, Khabib has... I st- two wrongs don't make a right. True. But what Khabib did does not compare to what Conor has done throughout this promotion. From the bus incident I onwards, uh, it's just...
1: I don't know. I mean... I, I know what you're saying, 100%. Um, I... I, I we can all have our speculation and and, and obviously hindsight is a wonderful thing, right? It was, you can, can you, like, can you imagine being in that scene and being Dana White? Like, MMA being the guy that has, has played an active role. And the reason why I call him one of the greatest promoters of all time, an active role in cleaning up the sport, making it the largest growing sport in, in the U S and probably even the world, bringing you and bringing you cleaning it up completely, like to a point where now we have mainstream audiences. My mother <laughs> <laughs> yeah. telling me about the fight, calling me saying, Hey, this, you know, which is, which is beautiful. Like, and, 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 yeah. you know, he's helped to create this, this, this well-oiled machine, um, when he sees things like this, it brings those, that those, those, those negative vibes, you know, like you, MMA has been, has been sort of labeled as, you know, human cockfighting at times. Yeah. yeah. Like these are things that maybe he has flashbacks on when he sees these things. It's like, man, I've worked so hard to try and clean this thing up. Right. To try and make, make it so like celebrities come here and, and and we have mainstream audiences. We have huge pay-per-views but these things kind of set the sport back a lot. Right. And I think, I think maybe he was infuriated at that time. He was completely probably not in his mind because he's also a human at the end of the day. I can't a hundred percent judge Dana on his actions at that time. Yeah. Should he have put the belt on his, on his waist? A hundred percent. He should have Bruce Buffer should have announced this as, and still um, he should have got the belt. He should have got his interview, but at the same time, like given the, given the pandemonium yeah. pandemonium that ensued, I, I don't, the way that it was handled, I can understand it. And I don't hold too much against the yeah. UFC for that.
0: And just to prove that Khabib was not acting like a hooligan at that point. It wasn't the Connor, you know, bus incident for him. Yeah. Is the fact that in the press conference he actually went and said that he's scared of Facing his dad <laughs> when he gets home. My Amazing. dad is going to smash me. Yeah. You know, like it yeah. was... It was So it kind of really shows where this came from. It was the pent-up anger that, 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 that came out. But going back to Conor McGregor... But wait, on yeah. that point, yeah. culture. Culture. Yeah, Think about it. A 30-year-old man who's the world champion of the UFC is How? scared of his dad, you know?
1: <laughs> he's, a, he's lightweight champion of the world he yeah. just beat the biggest combat sports artist in in martial arts sorry in the entire world the biggest most most famous and he's worried about going home and facing his father and what his father's going to say to him
0: for acting in a way for that acting goes- in a
1: way that was justified but his dad would have told him hey you <laughs> should have shown more respect right that is that is a man that cannot be beaten i'm sorry no no connor mcgregor no nothing is going to going to get in the way of this man and his mission i agree it's it's a beautiful symbol in my opinion and i think you have to understand the cultural nuances of of where khabib comes from right. to really appreciate who this man is and other people call him backwards other people call him sort of label him in these ways but it's through ignorance it, you know it is it and is it's, it's it's something that if you truly understand and i think i think we can understand where this man comes from to really appreciate who this man is and what, yeah. what, how amazing this feat, uh, what he's done in the UFC has been. Like, it's incredible.
0: Now, we're running a, uh, a little bit out of time and I wish we had time to talk about the rest of the card, but let's wrap up with this. Where does Conor McGregor go from here?
1: Um, he like he put out a couple of tweets today. Uh, he wants a rematch. He wants a rematch, but he looks, he, oh man, he's he's clutching at straws. Uh, I think public perception of Con McGregor is highly, highly, highly yeah. uh, damaged. Um, his stock is at an all-time low. Um, we discussed that. I personally believe he's got to go back and and he needs to try as hard as he can to get this rematch. Anything think else? So? Anything else pales. But I don't believe. I don't believe that Khabib. We'll give it to him. Because um, he won in such convincing fashion. There was, it wasn't even competitive in the slightest. But, hey, he's Conor McGregor. Who, yeah. he, he gets what he wants. But I think if he doesn't come back and do the Nate Diaz thing, uh, sort of get this win back in his, in his, in his uh, column, like this I don't see where else he can go. He, this will always sh- overshadow him because he got destroyed in the fashion that he did. Because I'm trying to think of what fight could
0: Conor McGregor win before he gets the Khabib rematch. I think he should take a fight because he looked like he was out of his depth. And I'm thinking Tony Ferguson. I actually would think Tony Ferguson has a good chance in beating Conor McGregor. I, I,
1: I agree. I'm a big fan. And I think Khabib, we discussed that last Khabib, it, it, su-
0: it will be more of the same. It will be suicide. So the best move for Conor, I feel, is to try and get a GSP fight because GSP out of the octagon for, for, for a while as well. He's looking for that big fight. He was yeah. he's not taking a lot of the fights that are offered to him. GSP would be a good build up. There'll be that trash talk. It's Westerner but, versus Westerner who won't have that. You know? you
1: know, like you know, at the same time, if you talk about stock, GSP, yeah. that's his favorite word. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of it in the You know, he checks like, oh, you know, fight a stock. Like he 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 uh, he looking at Connor, his stock is low at the minute. I don't think I don't think GSP will take that fight right now. Because yeah. it will just be like, wait, what, what? Why? Why should I take Conor McGregor? He just lost to Khabib. He will take right. the Khabib fight. Yeah, that is a huge fight. That GSP huge Khabib. Fight. I. J- wow. That is wow. That's, uh, Goosebumps like a, like a Hall of Famer against the future Hall of Famer. Exactly. You know? Like, um, but I don't. Uh, his Khabib. Oh, man, I don't know where Conor goes from here. I don't know if he doesn't get the rematch. Everyone else is going to laugh at him, and yeah. and they have they, they their whole entire press conferences, the whole media tour is already written for them. Like it's 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 just here, you know. It's what
0: Mayweather would have been had he lost. Any of his fights, exactly. Everybody
1: was waiting for that waiting. for him to become a laughing stock. Conor McGregor is in that position right now, hundred percent, and and that's why like you know, the stuff that he's putting out on social media right now is 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 is, is, is cringeworthy, yeah. and it's it's like almost it's pitiful almost. And people are like comments and the reactions to it is is that, um, you know, he said what did he say? He said you know we lost the match, uh, we won the battle, the war will go on or whatever. People are commenting like what what did you win? What like, did you win? What what, what <laughs> in what circumstance or scenario do you think that you've actually gained anything yeah, from this? Yeah. You've made yourself look an absolute idiot. Um,
0: but yeah, I don't know. What do you think, man? I, I totally agree with you. I think you've put it you put it perfectly. I think Conor McGregor's in trouble. I think any fight that he takes other than Khabib right now, any fight that he gets, he will still be mocked. This is a black cloud that will always hang over him. 100%. Absolutely. Anyways, um, with that, before we wrap up, just a quick a quick question. Other than that
1: fight, what was your favorite fight of the of the of the card? Ooh. Oh man. Um I loved the Tony Ferguson uh Anthony Pettis fight. Um I really enjoyed it until yeah uh, Pettis because we wrote him off we we completely both of us we wrote him off. Roll off last, Ant- yeah, Anthony yeah. Pettis completely we written him off completely. We, n- we never thought he'd be competitive. Um but that was a that was a great fight. Um I still uh, for me I told you last time as well, Ferguson is the uh, is the the number one contender for this yeah. division. He's a very, very talented dude. Um yeah, that was that was. I really enjoyed Derek Lewis's performance. Absolutely, it was a heavyweight.
0: <laughs> the heavyweight division. Anybody could come back at any time. He was getting beat up, dominated. It he was, was wobbly for most of that fight. Oh man! And what yeah, a character! Yeah, <laughs> took his shorts off at the end of the fight. <laughs> oh man! What about you? What was your favorite fight? For me, it was the, uh, the Derek the, Lewis? Derek Lewis fight. Yeah, it's just yeah. because it was just so unexpected. The guy Volkov should have circled for another twenty seconds, and he would yeah. have won that fight convincingly. Yeah and it was just a devastating knockout I, i'm a sucker for heavyweight
1: heavyweight 100%. boxing heavyweight uh, ufc i mean it's 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 incredible i thought i, I thought volkov would have had his number though because yeah. he's been on a tear he just knocked out vadoom yeah. he's knocked out um i think before that it was uh i can't remember who it was before that but he's been on absolute tear i thought yeah. he i thought he would he would um he would beat Derek lewis but but the black beast continues to uh, roll continues on and- and he he might get some uh, good fights or close the title
0: contention now potentially Potentially. anyways thanks a (laughs) lot it was a fantastic recap Uh, we'll have you back for sure in upcoming cards Uh, once again don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube and Facebook uh, pages listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud and until next time take care